morning, good afternoon, good evening, good whatever time it is that you're listening to Living Truthfully and welcome back to episode 18. Can you believe it? Episode 18. And I'm so glad that you're here, you're listening. I'm grateful for the feedback that you've been giving us and that you've been sharing this podcast with your friends and your families. Uh, and I want to encourage you, please keep writing to me. Let me know what this podcast means to you. On Facebook, on Twitter, on Instagram, at Amani Maranga is my handle. And then share, share, share this podcast with everyone who needs to hear it. Now, keeping with what we've been doing this month, it's the heavyweight month, and I have in studio one of our favorite heavyweights. It's gonna be fire, so vote us too. Come close, get a cup of tea together. I have in studio the one, the only, Dr. Oscar Githua. Enough to say. <laughs> These conversations contain mature themes and listener discretion is advised. So here goes. Well, well, well. Dr. Oscar Githua. Welcome back. Wow, thank you so much, Romani. This is an honor. It's great. It's exciting. Wow, you've, you've really been doing well. I'm really happy for you. Thank you, bro. Yeah. Ulisumbua watu hapa wewe. Really? Ulisumbua watu hapa wewe. I just thought we were having an honest... Uh, conversation and i'm really happy because what you know what you're doing as i told you that day mm. uh, when we started is mm. you know you're doing something essential and that's why it's getting the traction it's getting so i think but uh, i was just an accomplice me i've just been here trying to live truthfully that's good um and and i'm so grateful that you're you know, you're, you're really a co-host to this podcast. Eh? You're, a, you're not even a friend to the podcast. You're, yeah. you're, you're a co-host to this podcast. I'm glad you've come back uh, while you are away. Mm-hmm. <laughs> while you're away, we did uh, a couple of series and we're we culminating it this month with uh, just conversations with some with some heavyweights. Yes. And I had Michael here. Wow. Um, and and you know you know Michael very well. I know well. Michael. I know, you know I know him. He, he's a, he's definitely a heavyweight mm. in the media. But even before that, when he was at USIU, he was mm. a chair mm. of the students' mm. government, mm. and so someone we all looked up to. Yeah, and, yeah. and just having him open up and speaking with him, I think the talent you have, Amani, is a, is being able to allow people to feel safe mm. and to have them speak. Mm. And so that's really commendable. And I, and I also just want to reach out to Mike and tell him, hey, you know what, your brother's still here. And also just, you know, we can have that conversation in another forum. Yeah. But I think that the more men who are influential or have been influential mm. speak about the realities in their lives, mm. the more people will get out of their shells mm. and will communicate to other people about reality of what life is, you know. And I think I was telling you that for me, this this year is about authenticity. And, it is. And just about, you know, being authentic and, and just saying that, you know what, enough with facades. Enough with pressure from I don't know where. I mean, the day when you die, half the people you're showing up for, you're showing off for, will not be there. In fact, someone asked me, "Yeah, who are the six guys who are gonna carry your coffin?" Wow, that's profound. Who are the six guys? Because 
I mean, with my weight, it's going to be Jamaz. Eh? <laughs> it's going to be six niggas. <laughs> who, who will need to carry my coffin? Maybe eight. After they've eaten. Ugali. After they've eaten. So <laughs> someone has to feed them. Yeah. And you know, that, that was a... That was a hard question. That's a heavy question. It's man. a heavy question it's because heavy, it's, yeah. it's it's true about us men and, and some of the relationships that we have. Mm-hmm. Um, I think we we think we have deep relationships, mm-hmm. but sometimes we don't. I think you're right in, in terms of the depth. What they're safe relationships. They're safe relationships because they they we. It's like you know you're in this group of people who you're avoiding things together. Say that again. <laughs> you're in a group of, of, you know, in a group with other men mm. where you're avoiding things together. That, that feels is nice. so profound, bro. It's true. I mean, you, you both of you are avoiding things. You and I, we're avoiding things. You know, you're watching the game. You know, think about it. You know, there's one time I asked, what's the logic behind watching the games on Saturday, Sunday? Watching sports, yeah. Fo- yeah, following teams religiously. Mm. There's nothing wrong with sports intrinsically. Mm. The problem is the symbol of what it has become. Mm. It's almost like, let's go avoid real life. Mm. Let's go avoid responsibility. So we're escaping together. So we're escaping together, and that and and that bond is really deep. If you think about it, it's like you know, if I see you, I remember you in the context, not the content of what we are doing, mm. because again, we won't remember the score of what game it was. We yeah. just remember that we were drinking together. We had a great time. We yelled. We chilled. Mm. And I'll even say, oh, my God, my hangout buddy. But really, if I asked you who I am, you don't know who I am. And that's the problem right there, because nobody is really sharing about themselves. They're really avoiding life together. And that's what makes them close, not really knowing each other. Dude, the work is done. See you. Bye. <laughs> <laughs> I thought you said we we're going to be deep. Oh, yeah. <laughs> to, to me, and actually, you know, I, I don't know. I, I don't know. I think... Amani, it's just that things have been clicking. Mm. And when they start clicking, for me, I just don't know any other way of saying them apart from just directly. And as men, and I also I look at myself also and just see the days when I've thought of hanging out like that mm. or in mm. that kind of capacity. Mm. And what was I doing? Mm. You know, then you feel empty after that. And that's what most men will not tell you. <sighs> Bro, I yeah. have a question for you. Okay. Um, so I've, I've I've been receiving a lot of feedback, yeah, mm-hmm. a lot of feedback on the show. So from guys, and I don't know how to get more feedback from guys. Like I know there's many guys listening, yeah, but I get most feedback from chicks, mm. obviously because chicks feel yeah. I can talk and I can. Yeah. But every so often I hear feedback from guys. Yeah. So this is a common scenario. Yeah. Where a guy feels. He's been doing the same thing over and over again. He's in a cycle. Yes. You know, so um, in my 20s, I get a toy. Okay. Yeah. Uh, For whatever reason, that's not the Chile I wanted to be with. Mm -hmm. So so I keep that relationship as a baby mama relationship. I'm there. I'm taking care of the child. Yeah. But then now I'm trying to look for the chick I want to be with. Mm -hmm. And then somewhere there, there's another oops. Mm Mm-hmm. And again, another toy. Yeah. And maybe that complicates that situation. And so maybe now that is not the person I want to be with anymore. Yeah. And so by the time I'm in my 40s, I could have three, four kids yeah. with different women. Mm-hmm. And I'm not a bad person. 
Yeah, like I didn't set out to be a player. Mm-hmm. I, uh, this is not, this was not a pattern I was looking for. Yeah, but I get myself here every so often. Yeah, and I've I've had this several times, and sometimes it's not about the children. No, but it's about just the relationships that you pick up. Yeah, and they're not, they don't end up being the relationships that you're looking for. Mm-hmm. But it leaves a string of pain and of heart. Yeah, and and guys have been asking me. Mm-hmm. What's wrong with me? Yeah. And how can I stop? Hmm. Wow, that's really tough. And, you know, I mean, for the people who are asking that, I really want to commend them first for really just reaching out. Mm. But let me also do something for everyone else who doesn't have a string of baby mamas. Mm. If we looked in our hearts seriously Mm -hmm. and thought about how many women we've had Mm. since... And I'm not going to start from high school because that's a different conversation. But after you were 18 years old, mm. I want every man listening to this. As an adult. This, as yeah. an adult, mm. basically. Mm. I want every man listening to this and even every woman to imagine this. Mm. What if every time you had sex with a different person, they all became pregnant? What would your story be? And I'm saying that because I think that the evidence of a relationship with somebody who was really going through a cycle of maybe being hurt or being disappointed or something like that, if the evidence is this beautiful creation that is a child, Mm. then that cannot be a place of judgment. As a matter of fact, to me, that's not even the issue. Mm. And I want to talk to those men and say, you know what? There's nothing wrong with you. You are Mm. being exactly like everyone else. It just happened that the women you were with got children. What the other people are not telling you is how many liaisons sexually they've had with mm, people. Mm. So because of them not being authentic with you, you imagine that you're the failure. You're not. Just because someone decided they can take P2, mm. they can use condoms, they can do whatever it is, that doesn't exonerate them from the same behavior. So mm. the outcome might have been different, but the, the behavior, behavior is exactly the same. The same. Mm. Now, what is the behavior? Now that we've gotten that out of the way, that the children are not a negative outcome. Yeah, the children are an outcome. They're an outcome, but yeah. they're not a negative outcome. And in fact, for those men, I think to, 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 you know, one of the ways you can start salvaging things in your life is by saying, can I be a father? Mm. Can I be a present man? Mm. Can I be a positive man? Can I be an energetic man? Can I raise these children? Mm. And even if it's not co-parenting because I don't know the quality of the other person, mm. I'm challenging you as the man to take up your space mm. and be a father. Mm. Now, let's address what that is. Well, the reality, you've said it. I mean, if someone started that in the 20s, there's, there's a gap we're trying to fill. Whether it's unfulfilled relationships, unfulfilled promises, mm. whether it's wanting attention that's deeper, a connection. And I think that's what it is, a connection. It's a connection, uh-huh. You know, we, we, as human beings, it's like we look for this connection and that's why you hear things like ride or die or you hear someone saying that you're my only one, you're my soulmate. Mm. And then you find someone becoming, yes, your soulmate. But then I, I always talk about the concept of love and I say there's three components to love. Mm-hmm. Intimacy, mm-hmm. passion, mm-hmm. and commitment. Intimacy, passion, and commitment. Yeah. And I'm actually writing something about that because what I'm seeing is that if you drew a graph, mm. which on the y-axis, which is the one that runs uh, vertically, um, being the intensity, and then if you have the x-axis, which is the one that runs horizontally, being length of time, mm-hmm. if you begin at zero at both, you find that, you know, that intimacy, commitment, and and, and, passion. and and passion are not at the same level. 
when you meet someone you you're not sure if you want to commit to them mm. and mostly what draws you to them is either intimacy or, or passion. passion and so what happens is that you find that most people concentrate on the question of passion mm. but many of them start with intimacy most men actually don't begin with passion it's so funny because you know we say men are visual creatures it's about the physicality yeah. but if a man is in a relationship yeah i mean it's, it's whatever we see but if you look deeper mm-hmm. many men will not be in a relationship with the woman who they find the most attractive yeah they'll be in a relationship with the woman who they find the most comforting or nurturing that's true or intimate the one who takes them and allows them to be themselves that's true intimacy so intimacy leads mhm and also because there's this saying that i want you to to know and i think you know this on money for mm-hmm. sure mm-hmm. that men give love to get sex mhm but women give sex to, to get, get love. love yes i've heard that so women lead with passion and the symbols of passion are dates symbols of passion are dressing in a sexy way symbols of passion are like making yourself up to become ad- attractive mm-hmm. and not many women will be against that and say oh this dr oscar guy is kind of being but the reality is if you look at it just plainly mm. those are all signs of attraction which lead to passion so passion is what attracts men to women however men segregate the women they're going to be with or the ones they're not going to be with based on their level of intimacy so the woman who is intimate wow. with them mm-hmm. is who they'll date mm. but women are the opposite the man who's going to be passionate with them is who they'll date now both of those things will determine the decision on commitment So what ends up happening is Amani you find this girl you found her attractive you just came to you with passion mm. you connected on intimacy mm. and then you decide you know what I'm going to spend the rest of my life with this girl mm. then you find that personality wise you're probably not matched yeah. you're not matched on many whatever yeah, yeah. no at no fault to you yeah. or the girl yeah. but then the outcome is the baby now what do you do and that's a problem so then you you do the same thing and especially if the baby comes when you've not made a commitment decision i and think i think that's a difference because yes. while exploring this intimacy and passion phase yes then the baby comes yes and i don't think maybe at the point the decision for commitment hadn't been made majority of times it hadn't yeah so now that seems to force whether you make a commitment decision or not and that bingo amani and that's where society comes in mm. with this huge voice mm. do the right thing <sighs> what on earth does that mean i'm the first one to come and debunk it do the right thing what do you mean do the right thing you see the thing is this that child will be a hostage mm. of a convenient relationship for the rest of their life do the right thing unless it is in fact true that the the matched emotionally physically mentally spiritually all of those matching facets you can look at mm. i don't think that any child deserves to be made to be in a hostage situation just because society thinks so and i want everyone who's listening to listen to me carefully about it because a lot of the relationships that are out there right now of people masquerading as the most passionate people mm-hmm. and the most intimate people actually not committed they're hostage situations they are that's that's what so substitute commitment to hostage situation are you being held hostage <laughs> i have an escape plan for you <laughs> you guy well, that is so profound okay no i guess okay look i don't i don't no, know no, but it makes sense yeah. because 
when we were doing the series of why men get married yes we had we had guys who you know were at the space were like this was my choice this is what i wanted mm-hmm. i chose my woman i like and that was fantastic to yes, me yes of course and largely i found that those people are in solid marriages yes. i found that those people are in well solid by mean there's strong commitment of course yes uh, i mean they might have their trouble but they they strong yes, commitment yes. They, yeah. they are they are they are willing to work it out and mm. make it and make it work and stay i found that those people who felt a sense of compulsion mm. read hostage situation yes those people most marriages did not last mm-hmm. and so i am actually You know, I don't even think it's just a child who's held hostage. Of course not. I it's think it's, it's like everyone, it's like an, a Mexican standoff. Eh? Everyone <laughs> has a gun to each other. That's right. Do he has a gun on both parents? Yes. Wife has a gun on on husband. Yes. Husband has a gun on, on wife. wife. Yes. Yeah, it's like it's a Mexican standoff. And let me even be more controversial and let me add something to the mix. And then even the ones who've actually agreed and both of them are mature enough to make the decision to be in a relationship together mm. whether or not there was a child get into it and they're happy and they're mature and they're growing and all that stuff there's a concept and I think on my podcast we'll talk a bit about mm-hmm. that we'll talk about your podcast we will. you guys is about to get fire we will uh, and um I believe that people need to have a periodic assessment of their relationships however stable they may appear and to I, what end because if in fact you're growing mm-hmm. it is good to take stock if the person you met and married is the same person you're with well chances are they're not but <laughs> and that's it and that's it you see if you don't take stock mm-hmm. and you continue behaving with them like the person you met then you're now interacting with a person in past tense and that's why people find each other with using words like we've fallen out of love using words like hmm. i don't know what's going on i mean i'll tell you what's going on you've not taken stock and you don't know who you're with it's a stranger in the house in fact the words people say it's like i'm with a stranger you are with a stranger uh, actually to be honest yesterday i had um, a conversation with a friend yeah. we're having tea yeah and uh, she was saying mm-hmm. um she's no longer in her marriage and she was saying I know the man I married mm-hmm. and dated yeah. but I don't know the man I left. Who? Who? Do I need to say anything else? Wow. Amani, we want to have healthier relationships. We want to have better lives. We want our children to grow up in healthy environments. One of the best things we could do for ourselves or even for them and even for generations to come after us mm. is to periodically take stock of who we are and who the people we live with are just coming out of your question out of your conversation on your three stages yes of uh, love yeah is it possible to start with commitment mm. then go into intimacy and passion or passion and intimacy now here's the here's the interesting part plus first just say that's a very good question of course it is yeah just It's make a brilliant me feel better just make me feel better It's about my life such a brilliant <laughs> question actually amani Because the question had always been how comes arranged bar- marriages there you go and how comes marriages from back mm-hmm. in the day mm-hmm. which it was you know a man looks at a girl likes her 
interviews the family, sees is a good woman who would make a good mother for my children or whatever mm. it is. Mm. How comes those marriages last? Mm. And how comes these people even laugh with each other and stuff? Mm. Commitment seems to be the only thing in those three mm-hmm. that can't be faked. It's almost like it is a binary. You're either getting committed or you're not getting committed. There's no in between. I know that's such a good thing you've said because I was about to ask you is it possible to love without any of this com- components and basically what you're saying we, we might be able to get rid of passion and intimacy yes. and we still have a, a, a relationship and that is why a lot of the older couples right now people in their 70s and late 60s and probably even up to 60 that generation if you look at most of their marriages mm. what's holding them together is commitment and it's that bedrock of understanding that no matter what they're going to fulfill things together they're going to be together and of course you know passion and intimacy has been worked on and it fluctuates depending mm-hmm. on what's happening mm-hmm. in life mm-hmm. but only mature people will understand that those two are fickle and they can actually fluctuate for example biologically mm-hmm. it is not possible amani for that 20 something year old guy to sustain his abilities when he's 45 or even 50 biologically i'm not even talking about because he's a bad guy or just, a good just, guy. just push to 60 or 70 cause, you know because <laughs> we're knocking but seriously if you look at it and that's why the midlife crisis is so exciting for me to study mm. especially in men because we want to we, we're, we're living in a past that we glorify mm you know mm. we glorify how we were how we mm. everything seemed to work out for us we were these heroes and and whatever but then you get to this point between 45 and 60 where you're you're ambivalent about your abilities you're very ambivalent about you know what you can be able to achieve physically even in terms of even things you liked you know that the day I was trying to shoot some hoops mm-hmm. man let me and, just and tell you, you and you played serious basketball i used to i've been mean, on the team and stuff and and here's the funny thing Man, I'm trying in my head I'm just trying to summon my inner Michael Jordan and I realize man you're, you're ready to jump and dunk <laughs> oh man I'm telling you none of it my body is taking a beating I'm thinking it's the shoes you know you start telling yourself things I have a solution for you man <laughs> tell me shorten the rim bring it down I like that bring it closer but you see that's the thing but then you know you're there with the younger guys and you can see the younger guys like you know these guys are like 6'7 6'6 guys mm. just doing like all these windmill jumps mm-hmm. But that's a beauty of life. I think to me when we are able to wear the shoes of the stage of our life mm, properly, mm. we'll be so happy and and, and we're not going to be chasing things that are unattainable, especially unattainable when we are fixated on them. Same thing I talk to women about. I mean, if you're 38 or 39 years old and trying to compete with a 19-year-old or 20-year-old girl, sister, let me just tell you something. Biologically you're not the same creature. Mm. Hmm. You might be filling in forms and say female but you're not the same biologically. <laughs> I mean you're just not. Uh, bro, I like my security. Just no, I'm, be, I'm just be being, easy on the chicks, man. No, I'm, I'm by the way I'm very easy <laughs> with them because what I say is that everybody is beautiful at the stage of life and that's true. And 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 there's a like like I was having a conversation with another friend. Yeah. And we, uh, you know, we're both single now. Uh you know, just throwing our hearts in the ring, which I need to talk about with you just now. Yeah. Um and You know, he was saying I tried this uh, youngings. Yes. It, it can work. 
because the you know the body is there yeah but what you need is not with the youngings you know what what he needs because we're age mates yeah. is um, a little older you know just yeah. and and so I, I listen to life. like yeah it's like okay that makes yeah. sense and it makes that that person who's going through life attractive that's right it's about software man hmm. it's soft what is what is packaged inside that shell mm. the shell is beautiful but then you see that's what that's what's funny about life yeah at every stage of life you're giving up something mm. <laughs> <laughs> as well you, uh, you yeah, have something yeah. but you're giving up something yeah, so you gain something you drop I mean, look at us man like we used to have six packs in nini when we were younger uh, well yeah <laughs> right yeah but oh, doing but, much better than i am so. <laughs> <laughs> no no bro no no you are i mean uh, in fact today when i saw you remember yeah. what i told you mm. you're looking great bro thanks the thing is that what we have now in terms of life experience and exposure and you know what we really have to offer even just as human beings without even reaching out anywhere else is golden would i trade what i know now for the body i had at 19 and 20 no, just no. so i can have the body no no i i'm happy where i am and you see the same thing if you ask me at, at 19 mm. if i would end up my body right now to trade for it of course i'd be like no you're crazy <laughs> but then that's the funny thing about life you know uh, there's a saying that says that youth is wasted on the young it really is man <laughs> it is I, i've had that statement before and every time i see youth do or young people do stupid things ah like, oh, man guys are bashing their bodies like they're feeling their bodies with chemicals man like i'm telling you and look and and, and you see those chemicals are our they they start the trajectory of that avoidance we were talking about mm, earlier the things that you avoid together because it's fun it's fun to avoid i mean nobody wants to look at themselves naked in front of the mirror especially when these parts they don't like and that's exactly what i mean emotionally and that's what i mean you know life wise you don't understand bear and the what we're doing right now with your podcast and with mine is we're trying to compel people to undress emotionally and look at themselves next on living truthfully women have a cycle a monthly uh cycle mm. that is biological but it's also very primal mm-hmm. and research has actually been done mm-hmm. to tell you who a woman is likely to choose again not so what happens is like you are as a man mm-hmm. it depends on what stage and of the cycle she is at for you to actually be successful or not be successful let me let me even make it more <laughs> let, let me even, so it's basically like you're playing it's it's unbelievable i, I mean when you learn that mm-hmm. it is so refreshing and so interesting human biology is unbelievable i'll mm-hmm. even talk to you about men mm-hmm. and their biology because we don't think we have cycles actually we do <laughs> 